0: Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on June 20th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. This
1: segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof, from logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, Your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling Your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what Your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com your actualized visions, your dreams today, not someday.
0: I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the South Bay Show. Persistence, principle, passion, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on the South Bay Show. And of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you?
1: Hey, you know what tomorrow is?
0: What?
1: Tomorrow's the first day of summer.
0: Yay! Oh, boy, we need
1: it. (laughs) Yay! You know, we really do. Uh, Honest to God, you know, I've told you this in the past. uh, Several years ago, I realized that, June gloom, you know, May gray, June gloom. It, it depressed me. You know, I'm not, I'm not a person, I'm not a person prone to depression. You know, I'm Mm. I'm a pretty optimistic, glass half full, happy to lucky kind of person for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, But a few years ago, I realized that, that incessant incessant gray day after day after day got me down, you know, and, and, Unfortunately, I made, I made the unfortunate mistake. I, this, I should never have vocalized that to my husband. One day I said to him, I said, this depresses me. Like, you know, being in this gray all day, looking at it all day every day, I said, it just depresses me. I should never have said anything to him because now he's worse than me. I mean, every morning he gets up and he's, and he, and he he's like, this damn June gloom, I hate it. He, 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 I mean, he's worse than me now. I should, You know how a oh, lot of times right. if you – if you vocalize something to somebody, maybe it's been there all along, but they never realized it. But then all of a sudden, now they become aware of it. You know, it's like right. it's like the person, it's like the person that has a nose job or the person that gets their teeth capped. They never noticed other people's noses before until they had their nose job done. I, I that's just <laughs> a thing, all right? It's just a thing. Right. So anyway, that that's my thing with the, the June Gloom. I should have never said anything because now my husband. Is even more adamant about getting out of it than I. Well, don't you know? Fr- last Friday morning, he says mm. to me, "I can't take this. We got to get the hell out of this." So we literally Friday morning packed our bags and went to Palm Springs for the weekend.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was. Uh, what was it? I think the high was. Uh, the high was. It Saturday was 106. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, just laying by the pool, but it was. It was sunny and blue skies and, you know, just, you know, that's all you need, you know, Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, half a day Sunday, and you come home and you're good. And it's just, you're coming in on the freeway and you can see Mm -hmm. it. It's a wall. It's a wall of gray. You can see it. It's just, it's like somebody just puts a curtain up, you know, just, uh, just West of Hawthorne, you know, just about that spot. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so we got out of it, so we were happy campers for a couple of days. Um, but anyway, I'm back, having a good Great. week. Tonight is Thursday good. night, all right. Now you know right. that Thursday has been Thursday has been the new Friday for I don't know what eight years, <laughs> something, like, right. something like that. There's a, maybe maybe it's ten years. Anyway, um, with the start of summer. You know, and Thursday night, you know, my weekend guide went out this morning, Mm -hmm. and a lot of good stuff happening tonight. A lot of good stuff. You know, it's the first night for the uh, El Segundo Art Walk, which is one of our absolute things to do. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, tonight is also the White Light White Night kickoff party, which Mm -hmm. you know it will the kick. The kickoff party is—it's kind of a mini version of White Light, White Night, only a lot cheaper. I think the tickets are only twenty-five dollars, and as of yesterday, there were a few left, but they may mm-hmm. be gone now. But check. Um, and then, of course, we have the brand new uh, Redondo Beach Night Market, which takes place now every Thursday night during the summer. Uh, I say brand new because they had it last year for the first time, but they brought mm-hmm. in a new, um, a new. Uh, person to run it it's it's a it's a different group uh running this night market and that just started last week so that's tonight and then there's something else going on tonight which i okay so have you heard of have you heard of the south South bay jam
0: yes i've heard of it but i haven't heard of it okay you haven't
1: been well that's not unusual for you, Joe. You don't get out often. I know. You have to make an effort I know. to get out. But this, one, this is this an is easy special. one. This is easy. Yeah. This, well, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Um, Thursday night, and, and this has been going on, I believe, for about three years, but our guest will set me straight on that if I'm wrong. And it's every Thursday night at the standing room in Hermosa Beach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You just walk in. Plop yourself down at the bar or table and starting at nine o'clock musicians just magically appear and um i gotta tell you i was so i was so impressed with the musicianship these are not hacks joe these are real
2: musicians
1: Mm -hmm. all age groups (laughs) everybody's welcome blew me out of the water so um how about if we get to it right now
0: I can't wait. Uh, Jackie, who's our guest today?
1: Our guest this morning is Barkley Roach, founder of South Bay Jam. Now, Barkley is a rock and roll blues soul guitarist and vocalist from the South Bay. He has fronted and has also been a sideman in many local musical acts, including Pink Roach, Barley, and his creation, the South Bay Jam which is a full band jam session that occurs every Thursday night at the Standing Room in Hermosa Beach. Now, along with the jam, Barkley also hosts open mic Wednesdays at the Hermosa Saloon. Now, if you haven't been to South Bay Jam yet, you have no idea what you're missing. As I mentioned, it's been happening for about three years. I attended for the very first time a couple of months ago, and I cannot wait to go again. As I mentioned, it's, a, it's a Thursday, night, Thursday, every Thursday night, starting at 9 p.m. Barkley, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning.
2: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. This is awesome.
1: All right. Thank you to mention Barkley's Bar- a musician, so thank you Barkley for getting up early enough for us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. I had a gig till uh till 12:30 last night, so uh I'll go back to bed after this, but it's okay. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> great. great.
0: <laughs> be- beautiful. Fantastic. We are especially lucky, Barclay, as you well know, here in the South Bay, there's lots of great music, great musicians we have well, we have some of the premier history of jazz in the country with the 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 lighthouse in hermosa but the 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 thing about it is the the music is really sort of you know on. One side you've got you know things like you know uh, you know the Santa Monica scene and the west side going on, and you've got uh, some long beach things going on but here in the South Bay it's so eclectic there's so many different kinds of music. Tell us about the scene right now today here in the south bay
2: it's it's as burgeoning it's bustling there's a lot of great Players There's a lot of great people who have come from other places to here, um, but also yeah. there's a lot of great, great musicians and, who are doing their thing and, and going nationally. Um, but they just like people just come out of the woodworks here. It's kind of a strange thing, um, especially especially players. I got, you know, like I just met uh, this guy a few months ago. He came to my jam, uh, and he's a sax player, Ernie Munoz. He played with me last night at open mic, and he's just, like killer player like where have you where'd you crawl out from under you know it's just, it just seems uh-huh. like everybody and everybody like knows everybody or they're one one step away from knowing this person they know everybody this person knows it's kind of a strange thing <laughs> you know um
1: you know <laughs> yeah, joe yeah. i mentioned this um i'm trying to remember oh it was uh when we did the uh Palooza show um, remember mm-hmm. Slater, uh, the, the band from, uh, God, I'm forgetting now, Miracosta, but uh, we, were, we were talking with him. He's a young kid. He's in high school. He's in a band. And remember, I mentioned that there must be something in the water lately because we've got this influx of y- youth bands. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been doing this show for eight years, all right? I've been doing right. my website for eight years. And eight years ago, there wasn't. A bunch of youth bands running around like there are now. Um, I'll tell Barkley, you. I'll tell you why, though. Okay, tell me. Yeah, tell us.
2: Yeah, well, you have you have two. You have the School of Rock, which is over on Artesia, teaching kids after-school programs, things like that, and they're teaching kids how to play and they're putting ensembles together. But you also have um, people I know up the coast, the the Rody family, and and mm-hmm. they're they're just killer. I mean, they're like some of the best musicians you'll ever meet. I, I've I've done a day with them teaching the kids, and, like, a lot of the people I play gigs with and the people who come to my jam are teachers there, you know? And these wait, are, like, wait, where, insanely where is talented where musicians. Is it? It's Coast where? Music Conservatory. I think it's on um, something like uh, 8th Street, 6th Street, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's on PCH. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a kill, it's a killer place, and I mean, I've been there... And I know the people who run it, and they're like top-notch musicians and top-notch people. are and, like, and they're they're just getting these kids in and out. It's it's it's. I've been to some of the recitals there, and and yeah, I, kids bands everywhere, right?
0: Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. So
1: so you are you're directly you're, you're correlating the explosion of youth bands directly to both of these uh, school of rock and coast music Conservatives. How so? They I, haven't been around. Have they been around long? How many years have they been around? Yeah, or? they
2: have been around. I think I think they've been around for close to a decade now. I'm not sure about School of Rock, but I, Coast's been around, <laughs> around for a while. I don't want to put a number on it because I'm not certain, but they've been around for a while. And you know, because I remember when I started playing, you know, it was it was like ridiculous. There was there was nothing. There was guitar lessons, you know, and I had a guitar teacher. I was fortunate enough to have one, um, uh, Mark Fichette and he showed me some stuff, but. You know, it's like, I didn't even have the internet when I started playing, so if I wanted to learn, I, I used to make this joke, like, I, if I wanted to learn a song, I'd have to go either buy the book, buy the magazine, which I didn't have money for, or I would have to, like, look at the tablature on the page and try to memorize it and then run home. <laughs> <That's> like, wow, <laughs> yeah. So so they really you know, enabled something. it. Yeah, these kids go could ahead, to have it. a place to play. Yeah, they really enabled it, and... <laughs> I think it's beautiful, you know, to have a place where they can all go play. I mean, it's going to bring a generation of some really amazing musicians coming out.
1: Yeah, I I, think it's something. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead.
0: Well, I just want to continue on with, with what Barclay was talking about. This concept of a jam, a regular set time for people to come and play music together is something that yeah. the lighthouse used to do in the thirties right. and the forties and the fifties oh, really? and the sixties. Yeah, this uh, is this is I don't think that this is uh, new or the invention oh, no. of jams is new. But there's something ever fresh about this concept. When when did you come up with this idea? Oh,
2: I definitely did not come up with it. Um, you know, because yes, you're right. The original jam, the term jam, comes from the jazz world of music because that's where improvisation, you know, is like the main part of the whole music. And and mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. But I've I I knew about like these kind of jams that we're putting on here. Um, um they they've been they've floated around in the South Bay for a number of years. As uh, St. Rock did one uh called uh soundbox or yeah uh, that uh my buddy James Garrison used to host and Steve Aguilar is a friend of mine. He used to host one around the South Bay and he did Malloys for a while, he did uh St. Rock for a while. I mean he did it for like ten years. I met mm-hmm. I met him at his jam which was at stand, where we do ours, Standing Room, but it was called Studio the Hermosa then. That was about six almost seven years ago. And uh he told me to come up and play sometime. I was at a party. And he goes, man, you're good. You should just come up and jam with us. So I went, and it became like a weekly thing. It was on Thursday nights, same time. And mm-hmm. it became a weekly thing, you know. And, and like, a lot of us would show up, or we'd kind of like what we do now. I was like, man, this is the coolest thing. If I ever get a jam, I'm like, there's some things I'd do differently, but there's a lot of things that I would keep doing because he's, he's got the idea. Well, they went another route eventually, and and changed ownership, and then they kind of axed his jam, but Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing came about for me and our jam when um, I did my open mic, uh, which I do at the the Hermosa Saloon now on Wednesdays, but I was doing it at the time at the Slip Bar um, on the Redondo Pier, and um, I did it every Wednesday, and it was fairly successful, and so they approached me, um, standing Room did about doing one on Thursdays, and I, there were, for a number of reasons I didn't think that was a good idea. First of all, I did an open mic Wednesdays, and and I didn't really want to interfere with my Wednesday crowd, and and I thought we should get a jam going. You know, they didn't have the money for mm-hmm. it at the time. It wasn't part mm-hmm. of the budget, and mm-hmm. it, they'd budgeted me. And and um, I said, well, why don't we do this? Let's try a couple, and I'll do it. We'll do it for my month, my rate, and and I can get a kick-ass band in here. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. I can get a killer band in here. Yeah. And yeah. Um. And and I'll get the best players. And I said, well, let's try. It. And he we said, we'll give you two of them. We'll do two. And this was mm-hmm. three years ago almost. And we did mm. two of them, and they're great. You know and. I brought everything. Like I brought I brought the drum set and the, the two guitar rigs, and brought everything and it went well mm-hmm. so they, they budgeted uh enough for me to get some really good players and that's kinda of where it all started. Now, to that's them interesting. Into it. I'm
0: it. <laughs> yeah. I I love that and I'm I'm interested in the business of how you organize that because like you say you know, a band. You're gonna do maybe a a drum kit. You're gonna do maybe a a, a piano or or electric uh, synthesizer. But that equipment takes time to set up. So yes. you have to plan that. You can't just yes. that just can't be. You know, two keyboardists and two drum uh, guys show up with their kits. That's not gonna work.
2: No, it has to be organized. You know, there's a lot of emails that go
0: on, and there's a lot of
2: phone calls and. And text and stuff. You know, everyone I communicate with everyone, we all communicate really well together. Um, but originally actually it started like I, I got my budget which wasn't much, and I said mm-hmm. um I said, Well I'm gonna I'm gonna get the best people I can for the positions I can and everyone said yes. And the funny thing was though, so I had budgeted five players drummer, bass, guitar, Keys and vocals. So I was going to be the guitar player, and then, and then, um, and then I had uh, my friend Philip. He plays keys, sings, and and plays saxophone. So I was like, all right, perfect. That'll, that'll cover a lot of basses And then my friend Tatiana, she's a killer singer. We need we need uh, an upfront vocal only kind of vocals. And so mm-hmm. I got everyone has said yes. And then I got my my buddy Russ, who's a killer keyboard player, and he plays a different style. He plays more organ. And he's like, can I, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I was like, well, I don't know the money he goes "Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. He's really great. He's, he's done like all of our social media presence. Like he's, he knows how to, he knows all the algorithms. He, he's a, just a great guy, a great player. He jumped on board and for practically nothing. Then our friend Tommy he, he brought his guitar rig in. Can I bring my guitar? And so we had seven players, mm-hmm. you know? And so we just put the tips with the the other two guys and, they were cool with it, and it's kind of like we we've, we've boosted it up a little bit where everyone gets paid now, but it's still seven people, so it's really cool. Like it's a lot of space, you know. I like a lot of times if there's someone soloing, I'll just kind of like lay out because we got so much fabric of music there, and it the more <clears> players, <throat> yes, the harder it is to coordinate, but right. but everyone really listens well, and it, and that's that's the key. Everyone's all in it that is, together. Yeah. If they weren't, right.
0: they wouldn't make it. Right. Well, yeah. um, this is this is amazing at uh, at the standing room. Uh, of course, they have a Redondo and a, a Hermosa location. All right. Um, are they going to start doing stuff like this at the Redondo location? Well, the Redondo they, they location,
1: can't do that. They, yeah, they can't do it's that. It's like a it, it's a window. Yeah. It, it's a window. It, it's a window. It, you yeah.
0: can't. Yeah. Does no, you can't do that. Oh, not <laughs> happening.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yes, no, it it's not happening. It's a it's a, it's a parking lot with a window is is what it is. Yeah, you know, right. So that can't, yeah, right, that right. can't
0: happen. But well, well speaking then. of the
1: standing room, oh, mm, go ahead, Joe. I'll let you go. No, go. I don't have anything. Go on.
0: <laughs> uh, well,
1: speaking of the standing room, speaking of the standing room, I've always liked their <clears throat> modus operandi. Uh, during the week, they have local bands playing the South Bay Jam. You know, is a is an example of that, and and then on the weekends, you know, bands that are touring, you know, that are coming through, that are in in the greater area touring, you know, they'll they'll feature them on the weekends. It's it's always seemed to me to be a really great, um, you know, way to way to operate, you know, a small business like that in a small beach town like Hermosa. Um, But but Sunday Jam, when as I mentioned in in the in the beginning. Well, I was sitting there at the bar with a couple of friends, and, as I said all night long, you know musicians just kept rolling in, just kept rolling in. I mean, there were a lot more than seven musicians there, at any given time, there were seven on the stage but then and then other ones just kept rolling in and rolling in so it it is a it is a true jam it it It's not like South Bay Jam is a band, right uh South Bay Jam well,, there's a house band
2: you know we start the night with. And uh, okay. the house the house band uh, takes on a lot of duties, you know. Um, so and then and then after that we have you know like tonight we have I think we counted twenty two different musicians. We'll be taking right. the stage at some point. Yeah, yeah. I did my birthday wow. job, uh, this year and it was forty. Forty <laughs> musicians wow. throughout the whole night. Yeah. So yeah. so we we've done a really good job. I mean, I'm. It's funny because when when I first started doing it, I kind of would like. Everyone, uh, everyone in the band too, is, in the house band is like, is uh, pretty much full time musicians. So, mm-hmm. so it's like they got other gigs to worry about. They got other stuff they had to plan. So my thing was I didn't want to kill them with homework, and mm-hmm. so I would I would start doing like seven songs assigned max a week per player, and then uh, mm-hmm. and then now it's kind of grown into something where like everyone wants more work. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you know, that's the thing about musicians. You know, you love what you do. You are what you do. Yeah.
2: So you'll uh, do it whenever
1: it's not, it's not, it's not like it's going to work for you. I mean, it is work, but it's not like, it's not like, Oh, I got to go to work. This is something that everybody right. wants to do whenever they get oh, yeah. the opportunity. And I would imagine, you know, back in the day, there weren't that many opportunities for musicians to mm-hmm. get together with other you know, high level musicians, and and you know, it's so funny, uh, Barkley, I got to mention this um, only because I watched it uh, a few weeks ago, uh, a, a documentary about a group of studio musicians in the '60s and '70s called the Wrecking Crew.
2: Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. You've
1: seen it, boy. Is that, boy. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, of that, you know, because the, my oh, yeah. friend, you know, a, a, my friend that that brought me, that told me about it, um, Nikki, Nikki, um, a woman named Nikki. I know you know her. Um, we went on a Thursday night and she was explaining yeah. to me, you know, what it was, how it works, you know. And I got to tell you, I was so damn impressed with the with the talent and the musicianship. And uh, by the way, so Thank smoothly you. run. I, w- I would have never have guessed that, I mean, it, it, I didn't see anybody running frantically around trying to organize twenty different museums, uh, musicians. <laughs> you know, I mean, it it was very, it was very smooth. You know, every song there were new people up there. You know, you know, a vocalist might play one song, another one might sing two songs. You yeah. know, you were switching out all different musicians. It was very smooth. So kudos to you. Thank you. you. you know, and, you. And especially when you get into the twenty to forty musicians trying to wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
2: I know. Well, yeah. I, I'll that, tell you this: the stage. The, thank you. The stage is a really good vantage point to find your next act. You know, <laughs> you kind of stand above everyone. Yeah. once you kind of look down and go, "Oh, you know, Lance is here. We can bring Lance up on the next song." This is what I'm doing in the middle of the song because we jam a lot. So you know, there's like there's musicians who um, who who take their time playing a solo or something. I, I'll lay out a lot because we have so much background music able to do it. So what I do is um, I'll just kind of put my guitar at my waist and then look around and go, all right, so who's here for the next song? <laughs> and just look around. Mm-hmm. That's so kinda you... how I. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so you actually have you have a song list. You actually have a song we do, list, we do. and then you go. We do. We do. You match. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, so originally I, I started. I ran it. I ran it kind of loosely. I like. I like having what I call slush time time to just make something happen you know i like a little bit Mm -hmm. of structure but i i I wasn't i wasn't the one i didn't want it to like kill myself planning over planning things and um Mm -hmm. and and so what i did was i would give the band like seven songs and then and and then everyone would learn those songs kill those songs and then after that we'd throw ensembles together you know just on the fly and i i really Mm -hmm. like to do that and i we still do that every week um, just on the fly Because sometimes I want to leave room In case I have like A heavyweight come in And just like Oh, I, I got to Part the Red Seas To get these people up You know And sometimes When mm-hmm. you come And you're like Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to be like You know, my buddy Justin Hopkins Who's like one of my Favorite singers in the world Unbelievable musician I'm not going to be like Oh, Justin, glad you're here Yeah, we can't get you up Because, you know We, don't, we, we planned everything To the end But <laughs> Right We, we but since yeah, but in the last few months, um my, my buddy Debo has come on, Mark D. Benedetto, we call him Debo. He's come on as he's he's a drummer and he's come on to, and wanted to really get to the next level as far as planning goes. So uh, he's taken it upon himself to do to put what we call the song Matrixes together, all the like the spreadsheet. Of who's playing what, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we still have time for, for for the slush time, but he's he's you know really gotten more involved on that end, and uh, which I think is pretty cool because it it's, it takes a lot of legwork. So we usually have about anywhere from 14 to 19 songs a week that that are planned out now instead of seven, and wow. so we, we kind of we doled him out and then we have like a, a mass email and we kind of, we have all the players who, you know, that, that we keep in our little stable, I guess you could say all our friends, they're all, everyone's friends. That's the cool yeah. thing. And so what we do is um, we send out a mass email and people, some people are like, Oh, can I do this song? Can I do that song? Or, and then, and then we'll show the list and like, we need guitar spots. And somebody somebody's pick a song, you know, and that's kind of how it works. We all stay in contact with one another and, It was really uh, that's kind of like Debo's idea, and I thought it was a great, great idea, and it it works really well um, to to keep everything moving smoothly, you know.
1: You know, I got to tell you, talking about a small world and how everybody knows everybody. De Benedetto, I went, I was in the same Italian class as his mom.
2: Jane. Oh really? <laughs> yeah,
1: for years. Yeah, his mom and I studied Italian together. Yeah, Di Benedetto, it's a little Italian. Yes. Yeah. All right, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a quick commercial bre- uh, uh, station break. And when we come back, I want right. to play a song. I want to play a song. So you guys, decide let's to play some music. We'll right.
0: Yeah. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, the South Bay is well known for live music, and we love featuring. Barclay Roach's South Bay Jam uh, at the Standing Room in Hermosa Beach, which is happening tonight. Uh, you want to get there early and get a seat, it's happening tonight at 9 p.m., the Standing Room in Hermosa Beach. Of course, we do this show uh, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m., and we have a show tomorrow at 8 a.m. every Friday, Thursdays, this is the South Bay Show, or it's, it's also <laughs> it's the South Bay Spotlight. And we spotlight uh, you know, events, musicians, businesses in the South Bay. And then, of course, on Friday, it's the Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, where we feature businesses and uh, uh, events and happenings in Manhattan Beach. Of course, Friday is sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber uh, and uh, we'd love to have you. Please share this with all your friends and neighbors. Share this podcast with everyone you know. Um, listen to it in the car while you're working out, and uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for that. And now we're back, Jackie.
1: Yes, we're back. So um, let's get to some let's get to some music. Let's get to some music. Uh, uh, Barkley, okay. you want to pick a, pick a song, or or Joe, somebody.
0: Yeah, we've got, let's play we've, got we've got three selections. We've got Machine Gun, Radio Gaga, and What's Love Got to Do With It. Uh, which one would you like to start with?
2: Well, let's, let's start with Machine Gun. We, we usually start the night with an instrumental tune, so all the musicians can kind of get their, their fingers warmed up, and we can get a good okay. level for sound. So that's, that's okay. one of our, our beginners, and it gets everyone involved.
0: And tell me, tell me about this piece
2: that we're going to hear. Machine Gun.
0: This is a uh, uh, instrumental song
2: written by the Commodores uh, that had Lionel Richie in the band, and uh, this is this is one of their instrumentals, kind of a a bit of a disco hit, I guess. They were kind of a disco mm-hmm. band, oh. and they were a funk band, yeah. So uh, you'll probably recognize the tune. It's one of those famous instrumentals that kind of pops up every now and then.
1: And we okay, just have okay. to mention, we just we just we just have to mention Joe that. Um, uh just for our purposes, me and Barkley, you know, on the headsets, right. uh the sound quality isn't great live, but the playback is fantastic.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All That's right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. And this was done by uh the South Bay Jam? Yes, the House Band, yeah. This was band. done by the House Band, South Bay Jam House Band Machine Gun. So we can talk. Uh, okay, that is the house band. And yeah. it's, it's playing in the background, just like uh, we were sitting there listening to the band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, who you tell um, us
1: again who are the mem- who are the members of the house band?
2: Okay, so on on, uh, on the first soloist you heard was Philip Clark. He plays keyboard and saxophone. Um, we got Debo on drums, Mr. D Benedetto. My brother Jake Roach um, plays bass in the in the house band. Um, and uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Tommy Pittum plays uh, second guitar a lot of the time. It's kind of a, one of the positions we kind of we kind of rotate around. Um, and uh, Russ Gilbert on keys, Tatiana Ursi on the vocals, and uh, myself on uh, um, guitar and I sing some too so kind of everyone submits a song usually a week in the band who wants to sing
0: right right nice this it is really wonderful to know that this is going to be available any Thursday it's so easy for people to make that decision to come on down um, I know uh, the standing room must be very uh, happy <laughs> I hope so, 'cause it's getting we're
2: getting really good crowds every week, I think they yeah. are uh, yeah yeah it's yeah, it's something that funny it's funny because at first when we first started doing it, it was really inconsistent, I mean for the first year easily, and sometimes like summer night month would pick up, and we'd get a really good crowd, and then the winter we'd have some drop off weeks, but it never was really bad, you know, and now it's just like right. every week seems to be like you know. A great crowd, so really, really excited to do this every week. This is my favorite night of the week. Favorite day of the week. <laughs> so excited to do this.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. The one night I went, um, the one night I went, I, I arrived a little earlier, and it was, there were a few people, you know, at the tables at the bar. And then as the night went on, just more and more and more people I couldn't stay late because I had to get up and do a show the next morning. I think I was there till about 11 um, and but but the place was packed by the time I left. Um and, and and because I got there early, I didn't Is there a cover charge for this normally?
2: No, no, we don't charge cover. I I don't, I don't really no believe cover. in doing that especially on a Thursday night, you know. You just you want to get you want to
0: no, no, no two drink minimum.
1: <laughs>
2: no
0: yeah, no, no two drinks minimum. No. <laughs> no No, no,
1: no, just, no. Yeah, and, if it was and, a little. Saturday
2: night somewhere maybe.
1: So so as I as I had mentioned, you know, when Joe and I were talking when the show first started, uh, you know, throughout the evening people just kept rolling in with their instruments, you know, just, you know, the whole time I was there, people just kept rolling. I was, I, I was sitting at the bar and I was kind of sitting sideways so I could see people coming through the door. Um, right. how often, how often do, uh, new and unknown musicians pop in there? Or, uh, how do, how the does time. that happen? Or,
2: all the time. All the time. You know, I, I, I try to be, I, I've found doing it, doing a jam. The, the thing that happens is you walk a tightrope between keeping the, the talent level up and the musicianship level up and then also giving people off the street a chance to, to sing. And we've fallen flat on our faces a couple times. Um, and, but, I, I mean, sometimes you just get somebody up there that you've never met and they absolutely blow your mind. One of the tracks I sent you yeah. is this guy, his name is Daniel Blood. He sang Radio Gaga mm. and he, sang, he sings Guns N' Roses songs. And he's a Brazilian guy. Uh, our lead singer, Tatiana, is Brazilian. And so she met him, I think, at the Ultimate Jam Night uh, in Hollywood and told him about our jam. He just came down one night. He was just sitting in the crowd. And she, she's like, hey, he does Guns N' Roses. And we just, like, we, we did their version of knocking on Heaven's door. And, I mean, he just took the house down. So we were like, we got to have you every week. So we were doing uh, we're doing Welcome to the Jungle with him tonight. I mean, this guy is, is insane. And he's got all the axle moves down, like, he sings like him. I mean, it's like, so this is, he's a perfect example of some of the things that just happened, you know? Mm-hmm. We had another guy mm-hmm. singing with us tonight. His name's Casey Purvis. And he, I I met him, I heard of his name through somebody else, and they said he, they vouched for him pretty much. And I'm like, this guy can sing. He he did some stuff at Mitch Perry's Sunday thing. And uh, so he came to our, our jam, and he's He's sang about four or five times with us. He's a great singer, so you just never know the kind of talent you're going to get. Well,
1: well that's that's, the, that's something else, Joe, is um, we're talking about the Thursday Night South Bay Jam. Uh, Barkley just mentioned Sunday Night. Mitch Perry does a Sunday Night. Uh, it, does it have a different name? Is it a, is it a different name? Yeah, is
2: that's a, that's um, Mitch Perry and Friends is the name of that one. And <laughs> mm-hmm. we get a lot of people coming from Hollywood for that one because, you know, he's – he, a lot of the he he lives in Redondo. He's a great guy, Mitch very, But a lot of the people he, you know, he's like a, a rock star. He's got a killer resume. But a lot of the people he knows, they're all from like you know the Hollywood and that area of LA. So they 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 make the trek on Sundays. It's pretty cool.
0: And yeah. that happens at um, the standing room as well.
2: As well, yeah. That one happens earlier. It's like five thirty to nine thirty or something like that. It's like an afternoon evening yeah. thing. That's a yeah. cool. It's a cool fun event to go to.
1: Yeah, but the Sun the South Bay jam on Thursday nights is basically locals, right? It's pretty much a, a local musician thing
2: for the most yes, part. Yes, it's pretty pretty much. Um yeah. Uh sometimes you get some people uh, you know, coming down from up north, but I think I think the the vast majority of the people who play and certainly the house band, um, is mostly almost always um locals. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed that because it seemed like it seemed like everybody knew everybody. You know, the night I was there, it's like everybody knew it. It wasn't just the music; they knew people at the bar. They knew people. right. Yeah, everybody kind of knew everybody. And I and the night I was there, I, you also had um, it was one of the young singers from one of the local youth bands. You know, it's so funny. Uh, recently, there's been uh, battle several new battle of the Band uh, right. events for for youth. You know, the Redondo Beach yeah. Police Department did one. Um, and then you know, home the home, the Manhattan Beach hometown fair has their oh yeah their battle of the bands every year. And so as we were talking earlier, we have this huge crop of talented young musicians, and oh, you yeah. you get them in there every so often. I might be a little bit past their bedtime, but you know.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I just like I I shudder to think. Well, where I would have been now if I would have had these kind of programs. These kids are like they got it made. <laughs> Right. You, know, right. you, know, well, you know, children were to be seen and not heard in my day. You know, they're like, not giving kids a chance to play kicks, me. All right. So <laughs> so it's, re- it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And
1: they're so talented. Well, I got to tell you, the, oh, one, wow. the night I was there, uh, it's so funny. I went one time, I cannot wait to go back. Um, which I mm-hmm. may, may very well be doing that tonight. But I just, as I said, I can't stay that long because i got to get up for the Friday show yeah. in the morning. But the night I was there, the, I mean, as I said, Joe, the, the the level of musicianship is just amazing. But this one guy in particular stood out, a uh, big guy, and I, I believe it, it's a trombone he was playing. And he uh, Lance did, Keller,
2: yeah.
1: He did Blondie's One Way or Another. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just blew my mind. I, I because it, it's it's such a you can visualize Blondie singing the song. You know, she's this petite little blonde, very feminine singer, and this guy looks like a linebacker. He's huge, <laughs> and, and 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 he's got this wild head of hair, and he gets up there and he just knocks this it just I almost fell off my bar stool. He was so hmm. good. And then and and is it a trombone that he was playing, playing? Yeah, I mean, Trombone.
2: Trombone, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Joe, it was unbelievable. how did hmm. you how did you find him?
2: Uh I met him through uh so my friend Steve Aguilar that I told you who did the jam his jam before me, I met him at Steve's. And then uh mm-hmm. he's a he's a local so uh got became friends with him and he would have parties at his house where a bunch of killer musicians would jam and so it kind of like became friends that way yeah he's he's the, he goes there every single week and he's always challenging the band i think he's got some uh beastie boys picked out for tonight so yeah i mean he goes <laughs> all over the map sometimes it's like motown sometimes it's, you know uh some old like 60s uh british invasion stuff and now it's
0: and he's got a
2: th- he's got a way of playing songs by the recently deceased. So if you die we're going to play your songs. <laughs> he's got a seriously <laughs> <to do it. laughs> uh, weird. Well, yeah. well, it, it
1: was it was such a, a, a juxtaposition, contradiction, I'm not sure exactly which word describes it well. But tell me something, do you is that like, did he come to you and say, I want to do a Blondie song? Because it, it, you wouldn't normally, those are yes. two, Blondie and Lance, you wouldn't match them up. You know, na- it's not right. a natural, how does that work?
2: He thrives in that realm. That's what he, that's, I think that's what he does it for. I think he loves that, that, uh, that wink of the, uh, that raising of the eyebrow going, what the hell? Uh, he loves uh-huh. that. He likes to do punk rock versions of old songs and stuff too. Um, yeah, he came to me with it, and he's like, "I want to do some blondie songs." I was like, "Man, you are very uh, comfortable with your uh, masculinity." All right, <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, there's no yeah. doubt about that. We're not doubting that at all. Yeah, uh, Yes. Yeah. no, but but it, it, yeah, there were a couple of times that night where where something like that happened, completely unexpected, you know, blew your mind and it was fantastic. It was fantastic.
2: Yeah, we get we get some we got a really eclectic group of musicians. We get a really eclectic which draws out a really eclectic mix of songs every week. Because one thing, mm-hmm. I've been to lots of jams, I've been to other people's jams and I I since I've even done this, I've gone to others and just taken notes. And here, one of the one of thing couple of things actually that I that I think that we do best and that, that we do better and I think that I, I would. Th- these are the things that I always would want a- to do if I had a jam. New songs every week. It's okay to play one or two songs that you played maybe last week or a couple weeks ago, but you don't want to get in the rut of playing the same songs. You know, we've all heard superstition a million times. There's no need to do that mm-hmm. song. You know, mm-hmm. b- try something new, get weird. So, don't, but all that comes with planning on the front end. You know, and and mm-hmm. so, um, and, and taking chances. So. Um, we got you know, like last week, we did everything from Bobby Brown, My Prerogative, to Guns N' Roses, Rocket Queen. I mean, that is covering a pretty big gamut. So, I think, mm. I think, uh, you know, getting the right people with the right tunes and, and everyone learning them and, you know, and making it a fun thing, right? Hmm. Yeah, We did some Britney Spears songs a few weeks ago, and I had, like, put my foot down. I do not want to do a Britney Spears song. And I got <laughs> a revolt from the rest of the band, and I was like, okay, you can do a Britney Spears song. I didn't know everyone wanted to do it so bad. And they killed it, you know? So it's a testament to everyone and their musicianship, and they're willing to try something new. Mhm. <laughs> very impressive. Very,
1: no, very impressive. Yeah, very surprising, impressive uh, and it's and, and it's right here it's right here in the south bay man i can ride my bike right i can ride my bike yeah. to go to south Bay camp. you know it doesn't yeah, get we got much people coming
2: than that. from yeah we get people coming from from a lot of places you know and just to hear it you know and like one of the things that I, that I that i that i've always wanted for this and that i've um that we really do well is we make it a nurturing environment we make it a vibe we make it a a place a scene, you know, and that's all I want. To, I've just wanted to play my part in in furthering the scene because you get people coming to the standing room, like you said. Every everyone like knew each other. Well, the reason why everyone knows each other is because we we create this 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 vibe in the place where it's just like it's very nurturing and and everyone's very supportive of one another, and and we we become friends because everyone goes there every week, you know, and like that is the most important thing to me. Is that I've watched bands start from two people who met at the jam or played at the jam you know i've watched friendships start from that and relationships so to me that is the most rewarding thing and that's kind of like all you can ask for
0: mm-hmm. wow, there's, there's, wow. <clears throat> listening to you speak barkley is 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 just like a, a we're getting a masters degree or a phd in live music Management, live music, uh, uh, arranging—what uh, you, you're doing is creating this environment for musicians he, right here in Hermosa Beach that is world class. I mean, this has got to be—you um, know—the the pinnacle of what happens when musicians arrange a jam session wherever they do it in the middle of the bush in Africa or in New York city or Chicago or Dallas or Atlanta or Rome or Hermosa beach. It's done this way. And I get this sense that it's done best this way. When someone like yourself just lets people do their thing, you try to control the quality, but then you try to leave little space for magic that's amazing. Yes,
2: I agree. Well, thank you for that. Um and I, I, I you know, I think we we all like in everyone in the band is so invested and everyone who comes every week is so invested. I mean, I was blown away by how invested everyone was. I mean, even the people who come once a month when they're there, it's like they want to do the best they can and then we we have chains of emails that we all communicate on with the list mm. and then we go and and I just just the energy that everyone puts into this um, you know, it it blows my mind. I, I I just never expected to see this, and I I think a lot of it has to do with you know you get you get all different types coming here. Like you get people who are just like I, I got my buddy Ted Ryan. He's he's singing one song tonight. I met him a few weeks a few months ago, and he you know he's a killer singer. He sang a couple songs, and he sent me a message yesterday. Thank you. You've you've restored my love for singing and for playing live. I haven't done this in so long and thank you for that. And and I, I hear a lot of that from other people but then also the people who are doing this five times a week. It's kinda like I, I play so many structured gigs where I gotta learn the set list and I gotta you know, you, 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 you bring it upon yourself. You you got this mindset, gotta kill it every night. I got I gotta like play this note for note. I gotta do this and no you don't when we play at the jam. It's kind of like mm-hmm. our way of, of like roaming the field, so to say. Right. We just like, mm-hmm. like when you're a kid and you, your last day of school, you just throw your books up in the air and you just run. Right. It's our way of right. doing that and, and kind of like, right. you know, taking off all the stress, you know, and it's just, it's beautiful to see, you
0: know, it's amazing. I love that. Let's, let's, Let's hear some more. Uh, we've got two more selections. Okay. Uh, we've got Radio Gaga and What's Love Got to Do With It. Which one would you like to go let's
2: with? Do, let's do What's Love Got to Do With It. This features our house singer, Tatiana, and and this is kind of – this is like an eclectic thing. Like we, we – we sometimes we do what I call song songs, which is like this, and then sometimes we yeah. do jam songs, which is songs we kind of like spread out, let the musicians, you know – Uh, create a palette and play some solos and have a good time and stretch it out and see what, how weird we can get. But these are one of, this is one of the more structured songs
0: that we do. Okay. Uh, Famous uh, Tina Turner song. What's love got to do with it? Here we go. From the Barclay Roach South Bay Jam.
1: A lot of challenges.
2: What, what's her name? again? You know, Tatiana and I. Tatiana and I have been making
0: music together for like 13 years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> her, what's her last name?
2: Erce, E-R-S-E. Yeah, she's a Brazilian girl. Uh, yeah, we Tatiana. have a record out. So we. Have, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Oh that's it. Tatiana Erce. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. And, and you have a record out with her? Oh, we're, we have a record we're finishing.
2: Yeah, that we've been uh, been doing for a while. Um, yeah, it's almost done. Our our act is called Swinging London. Wow. Now, tell
1: me, tell me, Barkley. Um, is there any recording going on in the South Bay? Are there any recording studio, musician recording studios in the South Bay these days? There,
2: are, there are a few. Yes, Studio uh, Sixty Seven does a really good job of recording stuff. They're over uh, in the on, over on like eighth street in Cyprus in that little area. Uh, oh yeah. And I know that I know that uh, a lot in that area does a lot of work. Uh the production company which my buddy uh Dennis Rennick owns. It's also a rehearsal studio, but he records there. And uh you know, a lot there's a lot of mini studios that are happening in people's garages and stuff, but those are the hmm. two of the only ones that I really I can My buddy uh, well, Steve Aguilar, Eric, uh, Aragorn, my buddy Aragorn, and uh, Kevin Souza—they're uh, putting together a huge like multimedia space over there as well in that area. They're going to be doing recording mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Joe, once again, the hour flew by. We got to wrap this up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, amazing Berkeley. What a great thing you've given to the South Bay. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we will uh, certainly be uh, taking advantage of it and uh, seeing you on a regular basis Thursdays at the Standing Room in Hermosa Beach, Barclay Roach, uh, South Bay Jam. HM. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much.
2: I had a great time today. I really appreciate it, and I uh, hope to see you guys very soon.
0: Wow. Wow. I hope you see me tonight. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> uh no cover charge, uh no, no two drink time. minimum. Uh it's Love. time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> some <laughs> some uh, great live music in the South Bay tonight at the standing room in Hermosa. And uh oh oh, I just want to give them a plug. The Standing Room the standing room thirteen twenty hermosa Avenue in Hermosa. Beach and uh, thank you Jackie
1: Always a pleasure Joe
0: That's our show we'll see you tomorrow ladies and gentlemen Bye bye everyone Go out and listen to some live music tonight Bye